Hey, first podcast. Hey. Hi. Let's talk about books. I, let's talk about books. Yes. Uh, I'm Stephanie. For those of you who don't know us, of course you don't. It's our first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So bad. And um, I'm Amy. For those of you who don't know, it's our first podcast. <laughs> So. <laughs> Amy and I uh, met on Burrito Day in middle sixth school. grade. Sixth grade, sixth grade, um, and we've been friends ever since. We won't say how many years. It's been many. It's been a long time. At <laughs> <laughs> least, uh, yes. So, um, what? I live in Portland. And I live in Nashville. Nashville and uh, we used to live in the same city obviously because we went to the same school but now we live so far apart and we decided that we would read books together and start a two-person book club inviting you all to join us great great so, <laughs> so um, our first podcast book club book is Trespasses, a novel by Louise Kennedy. Um, you want me to read the synopsis here for everybody? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, amid daily reports of violence, Kushla lives a quiet life with her mother in a small town near Belfast. By day, she teaches at a, oh boy, a parochial school. <laughs> Uh, at night, she fills in at her family's pub. There she meets Michael Agnew, a barrister who's made a name for himself defending IRA members. Against her better judgment, Michael is not only Protestant, but older and married. Kushla lets herself get drawn in by him and his sophisticated world, and an affair ignites. Then the father of a student is savagely beaten, uh, setting in motion a chain reaction that will threaten everything and everyone. Kushla most wants to protect. As tender as it is unflinching, Trespasses is a heart-pounding, heart-rending drama of thwarted love and irreconcilable loyalties in a place where what you come from seems to count more than what you do or whom you cherish. <clears throat> so, um, <laughs> I guess we'll just get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. I loved this book. I, I gave it five it stars. As well. I mean, I gave it four. Oh, okay. And then, and then you and I talked about it, and yeah. I reflected, and I upgraded to five. Oh wow, wow! Sometimes I, th I think that's the beauty of a book club. If you're just reading something in a vacuum, you know, you're like, oh, okay, that's great. But then to talk about it with someone else and to hear someone else talk about it, it kind of triggers you know, triggers things. And I think that's kind of what we hope for this podcast for other people to, you know, for it to, for them to think about. And one of the reasons why I wanted to start a podcast is because when I read a book that I like love, I want to read more about it or hear more about it. And so I'll like search, you know, so hopefully other people will find us the way I find other ones, you know, by searching, wanting to hear more about a book. Cause you know, you finished it and, but you still want, you want to, you want more. 
you know, you want to hear opinions on it. Enjoyment. Right, for sure. Spread the um, love. Spread the enjoyment. Right. <laughs> right. So I know that yeah. you, before we started it, you kind of reacquainted yourself with the troubles. Oh, I did. I did. So yeah. you were a little ahead of me and you're like, ah, you know, I feel like I need to know more about like the historical context of this, you know, just to sort of right. understand the subtleties. And so knowing that you said that, and I'm not a history person. I mean, I enjoy history, I guess. But uh, so I did a search for like an overview of the troubles. I wanted like, like a couple that were like hours long. I don't need that. Like, I, so I found like this 30 minute podcast about the troubles kind of overview, super helpful. Did not know anything about the troubles. I don't even know if I've ever even heard of it. Uh, I hadn't heard it called that. Obviously I knew there were, you know, uh, ongoing issues between Ireland and England, but, um, it was super interesting. Uh, and I think really helped me appreciate some of the complicated relationships in the book and like why they were complicated. Um, so definitely recommend a little brief history uh, for folks. If you haven't read this book yet, because it does help. Yeah, for sure. I think, and I still think even knowing about it, just like not living through it, some of it was still just kind of mind boggling to me, yeah. <laughs> you know, that there was such a divide between Catholics and Protestants and that, oh, you just knew who was Catholic and, and who wasn't. And that's kind of right. how the book opens actually is, you know, Kushla, the main character goes into the bar that she is her fam it's her family's owned bar and she works there and it's Ash Wednesday and she walks in and she has the ashes oh, right. from her um from the church service or whatever. And her brother is kinda like, Oh, you need to wipe your wipe your forehead. We don't want everybody you know, you don't, you don't I mm -hmm. guess it was that he didn't want to just announce to everyone, Oh, you know, cat well, Catholic, Catholic. Yeah. Um so that because I, I know, think like, people knew in the neighborhood. Of course. Yeah, but, but like, it's like, let's not make a big announcement about it. Let's right. <laughs> so not make it obvious, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Which is weird because I feel like we grew up in a very Protestant-heavy community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I never even knew that Ash, what, that the Ash Wednesday, that people did, until I was in college. And I, like, the, that day people walked, walked into class with ashes on their forehead. And I'm like, what? You know, and then right. I put I've never together. even seen that in person. But you haven't. No. Yeah, it's like such an interesting, an interesting thing, actually. Um, yeah. yeah, it was one of the things that was interesting about. So I tried a couple different history podcasts till I found like one that was kind of the right level that I wanted. And one of them, I don't think it's the one I sent you, but one of the ones I listened to like the beginning of said actually that it's a misconception that the issue was actually between Protestants and Catholics. It's just that it was more about, uh, I'm going to say this wrong, but like people who wanted Irish people who wanted independence from England and those who wanted to be united with England. And they're just like, if you saw a Venn diagram, like they, they were generally also associated with the respective religions. Right. So, uh, England being Protestant, Ireland being Catholic. And so 
but it's over time, I think, has like escalated or kind of got conflated with like a religious difference as well. Um, and so I was sort of thinking about that. I was reading the book, like, because it's, it, it's hard for me to understand, like, why religious differences want to make people kill each other. Right. <laughs> you know, like, it happens, yeah. right? Obviously, like, it's very common. Um, and because I'm not like a deeply religious person myself, uh, it's hard for me to get there. But I do understand um, like a loyalty to country, probably a little more, frankly. Um, and so it's, it's interesting to look at, I think in those two layers. Right. So it probably was just more like, it just so happened that it turned into Catholics for, or seemed to turn into Catholics versus Protestants just because one country was way more Catholic and the other country was way more Protestant, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it just kind of, and I think those religious, differences like made it easier to spot who was like who was who sure you know like ash is an example who's going to mass where are they going to church you know what what neighborhood do they live in i think made it easier to identify who was who yeah yeah that's true um and what so another part that was interesting to me was that you know she's a school teacher so every day in the morning like someone in class would stand up and tell the news, I'm putting news in quotation marks, mm-hmm. and it was like the most horrible, <laughs> like a, you know, I can't remember what grade oh. she taught. Do you remember? Did she ever say, or like what age they were? A, like it was like seven, second eight, or third. Nine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, just this image in my mind of reading this is this like, you know, eight-year-old standing Little up kids. and like, yeah, yeah <laughs> just like delivering you there know, was oh, a car such bomb such was today. Bombed. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Um, very, very interesting. And, and just, like very matter of fact. Right. Like it was just a normal, a normal thing. Um, yeah, I found that very disturbing, but I, it was a, it was a nice like nugget to add in there of making you realize that this is just everyday life, you know, for these people, like having to deal with violence and you know, fear um, was just a part of their everyday lives. Even eight-year-old kids, you know, which is kind of crazy. Right. Yeah. Totally normalized. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, Kushla, the main character, um, wh- when you and I talked about this before, one of the things that, like, I noticed mm-hmm. is I don't have a clear vision in my mind of what Kushla looks like. And yeah. 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 Like, I don't even know if, if, if it was told like what her hair color was, um, maybe it was, Mm, but I just didn't register it. And I thought that was really interesting because most of the times you're like, just kind of like hit over the head with, Oh, you know what the character's physical features are and how they look. And, um, and it was so nice. It was actually, I didn't even realize it, but looking back, it was really refreshing to not be bogged down kind of in those details. And it didn't even matter. You know, like I, I can, right. I could picture the book was very atmos- atmospheric to me. Like I could picture scenes and places, but I just didn't really like Kushla was just kind of <clears throat> a non nondescript uh, person there, which I thought was interesting and different. Yeah. 
I remember talking about this too. And I think that like what it, what it made me hearing you say that, cause I, I didn't really notice, but I think I feel some, you know, similar to you. And the thing that it made me realize is and your use of the word atmospheric sort of is maybe, maybe this is what you mean, but, um, it's almost like there's something about her writing style, uh, which is, was so interesting to me because it's, I felt very much like I just dropped in somebody's life. And I feel like reflect, like reflecting on lots of books I've read, it's like, no, you're reading a book that somebody wrote about somebody's life, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, like somebody sat down and they wrote that. And it's sort of hard to suspend that part of the disbelief. Like here I am, I'm sitting on my couch and I'm reading this book about somebody. But the way that she wrote, she didn't use like, flowery, overly descriptive language, which is just so fascinating to me because I have these vivid images in my mind of so much of the book and, and the people, but not Kushla. And I think it's because it's you know, told from her perspective. And I think it just, it really was just like stepping in. And so it really didn't feel like I was reading a book about it. It felt kind of like I was there. It sounds kind of cheesy to say it out loud, but like, I don't know. And I, I cannot put my finger on why or what it was about the way that she wrote the characters or wrote, wrote it, but it's very unlike anything else I've read in that way. Yeah, I think, I, I think, and I th think that's interesting the way, you know, you that it's told from her perspective. So it's almost like we're seeing the world through her. I, I mean, of course we are seeing the world through her eyes and, and through her, you know, describing her emotions and all that. And mm -hmm. so maybe it's because of that, that we don't have a real strong identity of her. Yeah. Because, you know, it's told through her. Um, so right. that would make. That would make sense uh, when you said that. She's not like, like oh, oh look at my flowing brown hair. <laughs> right. Right. Right, right, right. You know? Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I feel like I know her. I mean, it's like, girl, don't sleep with the Mary guy. Come on, Kushla. You know? But, like, you felt that. Like, you felt the, you know, the, all of the things that come with a relationship like that, you know? And so... But it was it wasn't like somebody was telling us about it. It was like you just were a part of it. Right. Yeah, I felt like um her the relationships that she had with everyone, you know, whether it was Michael or Davy or, you know, her mom, I they all felt very real and genuine yeah. to me. Yeah. Um you know, like her reactions to, you know, the, the phone ringing and like hoping that it's Michael, you know, and that it's not, you know, um, all of those kind of like little details made it really feel like a real, like something you can really identify with, you know, it felt like a real, a real true story, basically, you know? Yeah. Which I appreciate it. Yeah. And like in an environment, like I've never, I've never lived in a, a war zone. <laughs> 
you know? Right. Right. So to be able to do that, I just think it's really, it's really a very, she's a very talented writer. Very. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I won't, I won't ding her on the quotation mark thing. Really I'd forgotten about the quotation marks. No quotation Lord. marks. <laughs> oh, I didn't even like, notice. I mean, come on. I noticed initially. I did. I did in the first. Yeah. I got over it. Surprisingly. I did too. Because I was the first one that was like, ah, oh, this is book without quotation marks. And then we had a whole deep dive <laughs> I, on Irish authors not using quotation marks. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, we can we can talk about that another day. But um, yeah, if you want to go on down a rabbit hole, just look into that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I was like real fired up about it at first. And then like <laughs> totally was not even a thing. Yeah. So, like, Which I think is a testament to the book because that could have really annoyed me. Yeah. 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 Um, so let's kind of talk about some of the relationships um, that Kushla had. Okay. What about um, Gina? What about Gina? Yeah. Are you first? Uh, yeah, um, sorry, you kind of broke up a little bit there. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. I want to talk about You want to talk about Gina? Let's do it. Gina. Let's do it. Gina. She was, I mean, what a great character. You know? So yeah. well written. I, like, I just felt the anguish of that relationship so much. Uh, yeah. and I don't know, man. Wow. Just so raw. And so like, I don't know. I just, I, I, and again, like, I don't feel like spent a lot of time saying, oh, my mother's this way or, oh, we have this history. It's just like, holy crap. Like <laughs> your mom is a hot mess. Yeah. You know? And oh, I think, she, yeah, I think the beauty of that character is because of that relationship with Jean, that Kushla had with her mom and living with her mom. Yeah. I think that's one of the main forces behind why she and Michael, why she even got involved with Michael, frankly. Yeah. Um, it's just like such a fucking train wreck at home. I think it was so refreshing to her to have this escape, you know, right. and, I think even that, that he wasn't around all the time because, you know, he's married. And I think right. even that, that was appealing to her oh, sure. because she did have, you know, feel like she kind of had to take care of her mom. Um, yeah. And so I think she felt like, oh, I do need to be around, you know, so it was kind of, she had her kind of home life and then her, you know, private life and they were completely separate. And I think she liked it that way, frankly. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I agree. I think that's right. And, and I this think, weird you know, thing. God, yeah. The weird, sorry, I didn't mean to, but the weird thing about uh, Gina and her daughter-in-law, like um, that whole, what, Marion, I think was her name, that whole scenario yeah. of like that she was mad that they didn't tell her, Gina was mad that they didn't tell her that she, that they were having another baby. And it's just like, yeah. I don't know that she was just a really, like you said, a real hot mess and a great, a great character. Uh, yeah, frankly. and like, and then like at the end, 
I don't know, like, in some ways it was redeeming that her mom was like, oh, I knew and I love you anyway. You know, like, just kind of provided the support. On the other hand, it's like, why didn't you say something? Like, right. why did you, you know, like, Coach was like dealing with a really just stressful situation and like her mom's getting trashed you know like if you knew she was dealing and you wanted to be supportive why wait until like it's really kind of too late i don't know it was it was i had mixed feelings about that um but i think it was just another example of how her mom was like not really there for her in a weird way you yeah. know didn't know how to be i think yeah yeah as, as is the case with many moms right, right. And, and you know <laughs> the emotional intelligence of like all these characters very low <laughs> oh, very God. very low yeah you know uh, yeah and the and brother definitely the mom like yeah Eamon. Like, what's yeah. up with the brother yeah Eamon and like I do, yeah. I don't know. It was just interesting. I, it was probably a whole nother book about that guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what about what about Davy and Tommy? Oh, Davy. Yeah. I mean, I was so afraid. Terrified. Davy was gonna die. Like just, terrified. Yeah. Ter <laughs> like every page I turned, I was like. <laughs> Do you, remember, do you remember that book from like, you know, when you were a little kid with Grover from Sesame Street, like the monster at the end of the book, I'm like, don't turn no. the page, don't turn the page, right. turn another page. Like, that's sort of how I felt. It was just like, oh man, I know some shit's going to go down and I don't right. want it to be Davy. Um, such a sweet, and, and I think she just captured like the innocence of a child, like just so perfectly. Um and it's interesting for me to think, like, even with her mom and with Davy and this kind of role of protector that Kushla kind of stepped into, and maybe that's because she was a teacher or, like, I don't know what, but, um, like, super apparent there. And, like, with Davy's family and the mom, Davy's mom, was the mom's name? I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> um, but, like, but yes, you know, like, just wanting to do good and wanting to help and just like doing so much that you you cause this whole you know this domino effect really of like everything that happened is a result of her trying to be helpful to this kid's family really right whole book yeah no good yeah. deed goes unpunished or whatever they say like Right. Yeah. And Tommy, so... But anyway, yeah. The the thing about Tommy, and we uh, kind of talked as we were reading it, like, is there something going to happen between Kushla and Tommy? Yeah. You know, because it, it definitely, you know, the vibe was there that he was into her. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. And I don't know. She, you know, there were points where I was like, is she also into, <laughs> into him? Um, yeah. But... I mean, but, not a great track record, Kushla, of like, right. you know, getting involved with, you know, 
these forbidden relationships, right? Right. And right. so, yeah, yeah, I wonder. Yeah, so you didn't trust that her, you know, her judgment on on stuff like that. So I, I thought, like, oh, is this going to become a love triangle? Mm-hmm. And then for a long time, we thought it kind of was a weird love triangle. Yeah. Um, but we can we can get to that as we as we go along yeah. a little bit later. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that family and that storyline. You know, normally when a book has kind of like multiple storylines, there's always like one that you're more interested in. You know. Oh, yeah. And yeah, normally, yeah, yeah. Let's like hurry up and get through this part. Like <laughs> right. normally, if you if you were to tell me that there was one plot that was about like this steamy affair, right? And then there was mm-hmm. another plot that was about, you know, an eight-year-old boy and his family. If you were just to tell me that, I'd be like, oh my God, get rid of the eight-year-old boy and his yeah. family. You know, who cares right. about that plot line? Give us the love but affair, I was, come on. Right, right. But I was just as interested, yeah. if maybe, if not more, in that plot line mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as I was in the affair, which is crazy. I was also terrified, as you were, that Davey, you know, something was going to happen to Davey or his family or, well, I mean, yeah. lots of things happened I mean, to his family, sure. frankly. But right. um, but the the book is, like, very much bold as, like, oh, it's this tragic, you know. Yeah. And I thought, to me, the tragic part would have been if, like, Davey or, you know, would have ended up dead, right? Right, right. I don't really care that Michael did. I mean, you know, well, right. I mean, he was such a, yeah. Yeah. Interesting character. Well, I was kind of relieved when that happened. Cause I was like, Oh, okay. So, you know, yeah. in my mind, I was like, well, maybe it won't be Davy then if it's Michael, you know, but then the tragic right. part, I guess to me was that Kushla for the longest time that this whole, that he was dead basically because of her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because of Tommy. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think it it is, so when Michael died, you know, like, I'm living in fear every page, and then, like, it's like, oh, somebody shot Michael, and I I was shocked, I think I was so fixated on Davey, that, like, and I just knew, I mean, describe, you know, the synopsis is like, oh, it's tragic, you know? I'm like, oh God, like, and and so I was like shocked and like relieved in a weird way, right? right. <laughs> you know, uh, kind of like you said, it's like, oh, okay, we're gonna do it that way, all right, all right, you know, uh, yeah. and and still, and I don't know, I didn't feel a ton of anguish for her. I mean, look, I of course, like to me, the emotional burden of an affair like that is almost more relatable than him being shot at least in my mind and like i just didn't see the appeal of michael frankly you know again like she doesn't spend a whole lot of time describing people's looks but like when she did it wasn't super flattering you know it's like oh he gets up from the bed to go to the window and he's like belly's hanging out and he's bow-legged and then he like kisses her in the car once and he's like really smelly breath Yeah. And I'm like, ew, like what like what's the appeal? Right. Is it because he's the you know, it's because he's a Protestant. Is it because he's a Protestant protecting Irish extremists? You know, what is it? I don't know. 
substance there, but I don't yeah. know. It just was he wasn't a big loss for me as a character. Agreed. Agreed. I kind of, I mean, what what would you expect? You know, maybe not that he dies, but yeah. that, that this relationship is not going anywhere anyway, you know? Right. And right. Um, just so the, I, I found it in the book where he dies and Chris oh, was yeah. in the bar and her mom is like drunk and upset at the bar. Right. And she oh, asks yeah, yeah. Eamon what's wrong with her. And he says, did you not hear? And then you turn the page, and then she oh, says, Oh, it's the very what? first line. Second line. Because she line. says, hear what? And then it says, Michael right. Agnew was shot dead this morning. <laughs> yes. It's like, oh, wow. Okay, yeah. I, was not, I was not expecting that. Like, boom, so that right there like, at the top of yeah. the page. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, turn the page, and then there it yeah. is, which was great. I'm yep. sure that wasn't planned, but great. Uh, I know. It was, was cool, almost actually. like... Yeah, I don't, do you, side, sidebar, do you find yourself, when you feel yourself, like, creeping up on the climax of the story, do your eyes, like, wander a little bit ahead? Yeah, and, and, and I don't think that, I, I guess, I've noticed that I do that, and I'm like, stop, Stephanie, you need to stop yeah, doing that, too. like, you're gonna ruin it, and so I think because, I probably do it and don't even realize it sometimes but like right. i think that's why you like you flip that page and it's like boom mic drop yeah it was incredible <laughs> yeah. Really. yeah it was that worked out yeah yeah um so 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 he's dead right and now kushla is like yeah. thinking like oh what happened first of all she gets interrogated um as well disco cop yeah disco cop yeah, that was a really rough uh, scene. Um, well, what, did, and... did anything happen? He's like, oh, no. he, he asked her to take off. The, he asked her to take off. Said he she had to take off all her clothes, or he was going to keep her there. And then, like, right. we don't know. I don't think it said after that. Did it? Where I felt like I was left wondering, like, okay, well, I mean, she ended up getting out. <laughs> right, 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 right. I don't remember. I'd have to go back and look. That's a good yeah. Any yeah, but this there there is this thread of like you know. Uh, I mean, obviously, did they say what year it was? Sixties, seventies, seventies. I think early seventies. So yeah, like her getting you know grabbed like in the bar and like crap like that. That's just like sort of wove. There's like there's a thread of that like through the book. That's just. Right. You know. Uh, anyway, sorry. But yes, so she gets interrogated. Yeah, and then and then Tommy gets arrested for the murder, yeah. right? And so she's yeah. thinking like, oh shit, Tommy murdered Michael. You know, she's running through all these, com you know, she answered the phone one time, Michael, you know, and he's like, Michael who? It was Tommy and not Michael. So she's like running through all these scenarios, this anguish of like, Oh my God! You know, I did this. Yes. And then, and then the beautiful realization later on is that we had no idea, or we don't think he did that, and that he, you know, Michael let him into his house to make a phone call or something, Guy. right? Yeah, just being nice. And Tommy, so there was a Chekhov's gun in the book because Michael. Mm. Early, early, earlier on, says that everyone always thinks he's a judge, 
Because he wears the honor. Yeah. Yeah, he wears yeah, he wears the wig thing that they wear over there, which is weird. <clears throat> and so everyone always thinks he's a judge, right? And so that's what Tommy he saw a picture of him in that get up and was like, Oh, he's a judge. I you know, and told his IRA friends and that's why that's why he got shot. Yeah. Crazy. Wild. Yeah. Wild. There's just like the the pacing and the plot, just like how it went was just really incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um that moment where she starts putting the pieces together was like, I fished like my brain. I was like, right. like, oh like a beautiful God. mind. Yeah, like, yeah, right. yeah, like yeah. the pieces that like these threads are like lighting up. My neuro, my neuro pathways are connecting. And I'm right. like, oh snap, like this is crazy. All these pieces are coming like, you know, and so in some ways, to go through that experience and feel like, oh my God, it's awful, like so well written. Like I never would have put this together this way, you know? And then at the end, like psych, yeah. <laughs> not really because of any of that stuff. Right. Is like such a roller coaster, you right. know? Right. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the very end, um, when you realize that, you know, Dave, they both live through the troubles, right? And then Davy, she gets to reconnect with Davy as an adult Davey. when he's an adult. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, so beautiful, incredible, so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, like not so we tragic at all. At the end, no, I mean, sure, to live through that. The brother's bar got bombed. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. Okay. You know, but like, but like, yeah, it could have been so much worse. And is it just because we think Davy's amazing and as long as Davy's okay, we're cool. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) But so, so yeah. So we talked about this and the ending that like, was it, is an epilogue? I can't remember. Like the very last, section with a statue mm-hmm. uh, or sculpture or whatever it was like I did not remember the beginning <laughs> at all like I don't even remember reading that the intro you know, I, I, I mean I guess I kind of do but at the time I was like I don't know who these people are like what they're talking about you know and right. so I went back and re- reread it you Me know, too. after Me too. that and I was like uh yeah. Oh, and the friends. We didn't even talk about Michael's friends and the right. Irish chat conversation club. Right. You know, like <laughs> right. that whole that whole uh that whole vibe and like Kushla's feelings about being in that group and her like insecurities was so real to me. Like yeah. It was so relatable. Like, oh my God, yes, of course you would feel that way. The judgment and like, so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And almost like, so, anyways, I thought of that because Penny. Right. Was was the one that sculpted it. The one that did the sculpture. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you bring up the, the club and it's almost like 
that's that's a good point. It's almost like she was like a circ- a freak or something that they were like observing, yeah. you know, just because she right. was, she was like a a Catholic, you know, that had lived there and her family had lived there forever, yeah. and you know, right. she spoke you know the language mm-hmm. and and all that. Um, we just so it just further about... alienated her. Yeah, we talked about you know. tokenism at work. Oh, mm-hmm. like, and and I so I was kind of an all in mind anyway. Um, and, and it was like, yeah, it's almost like show and tell. Michael brought, Michael brought a Catholic, right. <laughs> an Irish Catholic to the dinner party, you know, right. and, and that, that alone, plus the affair is just like such an uncomfortable, it had to have been in such an uncomfortable position. And only somebody who was like in the throes of a love affair would put themselves through that kind right. of torture on the regular, you know? Right. And yeah. then kind of going along with that to some degree, like right before Michael gets shot, like I think it's literally like days, Ushla meets his fa- him with his family. Yeah. I mean <laughs> brutal. Like, that that scene was brutal too. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz perfect. Yeah. Because I think the timing of like that happening and she and Michael did not see each other after that, right? Yeah. I think he called her and she didn't answer or wouldn't, right? Am I thinking about that right? Cuz yeah, she was kind that's of trying right. to separate yes, herself from right. him. Yes. And yeah. then boom, he's dead. Yeah. You know, that was like crazy. Yeah. But awesome from a from a plot. Yeah, no, point. I mean, yeah, exactly. Good writing. Yeah. Again, very again. Writing. Um Yeah, I mean, I just loved it from top to bottom. I thought it was great. I think about it a lot. I want everyone to read it. I want to talk about it more. <laughs> Yeah, I, um, I I gave it to a friend. Uh, I passed it on. To, I'm doing that tonight. Yep. Yep. I got the. I um, uh, gave it to an old old coworker of mine who used to live in Ireland. So I'll be interested to see because because one the one thing I did not like about this book besides the not quotation marks which I got over was all of the Irish like slang, colloquialisms, whatever they were that like just straight up did not know what they meant. And yeah. could I have stopped every time and Googled? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I could have. Did I? No. You'd still be reading it. <laughs> and, and so it was frustrating because like somebody would say something and then somebody would make a comment like, oh, that's blah. And I'm like, is that good or bad? What is that? <laughs> But I just like kept read, so I feel like I did miss a layer of like nuance, probably, um, because of that. Would have really appreciated some footnotes on on some of those. But you know, like I said, if you're not going to use quotation marks, you're not going to put footnotes. So I'm probably asking too much, Louise. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And this was her first book. Amazing. Uh, you know, you and I, we've read a lot lately, and I feel like we've read a lot of debuts, and this is just phenomenal. Yeah, this incredible. first novel. She was a chef for 30 years. Really? Yeah. And she wrote some short stories. 
Okay. Um, and got and it was had some short stories published, but this is her first novel. I would not have chosen this. So, uh, side note for others is that I'm also in a in person book club here in. And one of the gals that I is in my group, she chose this book. And when I first read that, I was like, oh, like a war story. Okay. You know, not really my vibe, but I'll read it. And like, wow. And so this is what I love about book clubs is you, you, I would never, even if I had picked this book up off a shelf and looked at it, I would not have bought it. hundred percent. I wouldn't have either. I wouldn't have either. Yeah. But I did like the cover. I do like the cover a lot. Yeah. I yeah. think it's a great cover. That's the only picture of Kushla I have in my mind. <laughs> it's just of her in a sweater and a tweed skirt. Because they do mention a tweed skirt. They do. In mm-hmm. the book. So that's the only. That's, the, that's yeah. all I picture. No head. You know. <laughs> Maybe that's why you can't picture her face. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. But good. Really great. I'm definitely going to. Uh, recommend. Yeah. Okay, well, any final thoughts, anything else that we didn't go over that you want to get in? <laughs> Remember anything else? Yeah. Um, what are we going to do for our next book? Oh, well, uh, let's see. On the Horizon... We have, uh, these are the things I'm reading. How many, can we just say, I have a pause. How many books are you reading at one time, typically? Me? Yeah. Uh, who, who else? Who else are you asking? Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> yes, you. Uh, I really try to only read one book at a time. Yeah. I, I'm spreading myself a little thin here because I got I got an audiobook I'm listening to. Okay, I've got two, a nonfiction. Yeah, I got okay. a nonfiction yeah. that I started when I was like in between books that I'm liking, but like you know, and uh, what am I reading right now? Oh, Kindred. I'm reading Kindred. You and I just finished the villa. We could do one about that because I have lots of strong opinions about the villa. Yeah, maybe we should do a villa one actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Crying in H-Mart, maybe we should do? Definitely. I think that's, or, yeah. Yeah. And then what's the other one? Oh, the Barber King Silver. Dean Copperhead. Right. Yes. Yes. So yes, we, yes, could, yes. we could do one of those. We could do all of those. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But I think those are <laughs> the options. See how much demand we get from uh, our first episode of the podcast. Hey, listen. How many downloads? Yeah. One, um, two downloads did, from each of us, probably. Yeah. Did you look at the reviews of this book? Oh, I did. I'm sorry. Thank you for bringing that up. I did. I did. I did. Yeah. I so, I hadn't really. Uh, yeah. But there, there's one on Amazon. Three, it's a three-star review that's titled, A Campaign for Real Accurate Punctuation. <laughs> like, yeah, people yeah. are really upset about the quotation marks. I did not realize. Yeah. I mean, famously, Sally Rooney does not use quotation marks. Another famous Irish author. Mm. So I What's know that, about? and I don't read her books. I listen to her books on audio. Do you think you might reconsider now that you've read this? 
No, I'll still read it. I'll still listen on audio. I don't. I've. I don't know the the her books. Um, I feel like the they need to. I don't know. I like them in audio because they they're very sing not sing songy, but there's something kind of musical to the way she writes to some degree. And yeah, I, I, never I don't know. I, I do enjoy. Um, but anyway, so the average Goodreads for this book was four point one four. Which is pretty Amazon's good. Amazon's 4.3. Right. And Goodreads had si- over 6,000 reviews. I mean, oh, Amazon wow. Had. 700. That's it. That's, not That's interesting. I'm kind of surprised that Goodreads has more. Go, go Goodreads. Yeah. Good on you. I think, I think maybe you had a hard, like, it took, you got this from Amazon, but you had to wait it took a while to ship to me, yeah. 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 I got mine at my local bookstore, but um otherwise I think maybe than I am. No. <laughs> not true, not true. No, I really um, I really want to find a local bookstore that I like. That's not Powell's. That's not Powell's. Well, I, I like Powell's, but it's not convenient. Accessible. Yes. Yes. If any Portland listeners out there have a nice yeah. small mm-hmm. bookstore they can recommend. Yeah. Let me know. You need a Parnassus um, out there. Which you need. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, well. Yes. Well, uh, it's, I'm glad the reviews are coming in good, you know, to be good. I'm glad people are mostly liking it. Me too. Wish her the best. I will definitely, I look forward to her next book. Me too. And I, I think this would make a great... Like short TV series. Yeah, I was gonna say mini series. Yeah, or limited limited time series. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Hope they do. I hope they do that. I haven't heard anything, but that'd be great. Okay, it's been on some lists. I will say it's been on some lists. Some like recommended. Yeah, uh, a girl in my book club sent it over, over like a recommended and actually two or three of the books that we've read have been on it. And I was like, oh, we're so trendy. Look at us. Yeah. We're like, we're on trend. So. I am. Yeah. Okay. Well, we talked about books. We did. Let's, we, we talked about them. Mm-hmm. So, and I guess we're going to continue to talk about them. Yes. Stay tuned. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, okay. that's it for me. That's it. Thanks for joining. Yes. See you next time. Bye.